everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I am one of your two co-hosts, Michael Brandvold, and as always, joined by Jay Gilbert. How are you doing this morning, Jay? Great, Michael. Thank you. Um, so today's topic is what we were going to talk about last week, but obviously last week got preempted by uh, the death of Prince and, and that whole discussion. And, um, you know, just a quick note that that episode has gotten some really great response. Thank you to everybody who's who's watched it and listened to it and left comments. And, you know, it was literally the spur of the moment where you and I were just like, let's talk about this. And what does it feel like? And what, what does it mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the topic originally, which we'll, we'll cover today, was um, Iron Maiden. And, and what specifically I wanted to talk about was um, Ed Force One Flight Six Six Six, and for those and, and listen, if you're not an Iron Maiden fan, stick with us. This is not going to be some geeky heavy metal talk show. Um, there's a good lesson here. There's a good lesson yeah. here. So a little background history for everybody. Um, Bruce Dickinson, lead singer of Iron Maiden, is a licensed pilot, and not just a licensed casual pilot he's got a license to fly commercial jets yeah commercial like airline seven yeah wow. so uh, i think it was their last tour a couple years ago um this is the first time they did it they took i don't know what kind of was it a 757 seven something it wasn't a 747 but they took and customized out a jet complete paint job and basically this is what my understanding crew and a lot of gear flew city to city with bruce dickinson the lead singer of the band piloting the plane that's right and keep in mind that iron maiden um you may not be a fan you may not know that much about them but they're huge and they're huge internationally so they travel around the world exactly and when they do shows it may not even be ten thousand, tens of thousands. It may be hundreds of thousands of people, and so they need this kind of transportation because their gigs are so big and they're so spread out all around the world in all of these markets. And uh, it, it's super important to what they do. But as we're going to go into in a moment, there, there's also some other interesting uh, byproducts. Byproducts. So yeah. So a couple of years ago, they started with this customized plane and. You know, I remember when that happened, and there was a little bit of a buzz online of like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Um, this tour, they've upgraded to a 747. Totally decked out. 747, it's called Ed Force One. The Iron Maiden mascot well, tell me, tell, is, yeah, the Iron Maiden have mascot Ed. is, is Eddie. Um, this demonic, I don't know what you, you see him on the cover. Of yeah, every you album. see him on the cover. He's this de- demonic zombie character. His name is Eddie. So the plane is called Ed Force One, sort of a take on Air Force One from the president. And, you know, every flight has a flight number legally. And, you know, when you're flying, well, this is flight 666. Um, and this tour, yeah, the flight of the beast. This tour with Ed Force One, I just started noticing it blowing up in social media. And and what I mean by that was, P- 
people were posting, I'm taking the day off. I'm going out to the airport. I'm scouting out a good spot to watch the airplane land. Yeah. Just to watch this airplane come in and land in Toronto or Chicago or whatever the airport might be. And there would be hundreds at some of the bigger cities, hundreds of fans lined up watching a plane land, taking all sorts of photos of it coming in, landing, taxiing, parking, and then posting all these photos on Facebook and saying, hey, you know, here's Air- Ed Force One is in Chicago and... Here's a picture of it seen through the gates here. And and it just kind of dawned on me that maybe maybe Iron Maiden and their, their marketing team are this brilliant. But I know from my experience, a lot of times what appears as brilliance is accidental. You just were doing something cool and you had no idea what was going to happen. It's sort of the definition of viral, you know? Sure. You can't create viral. It just happens. All of a sudden, they were getting all of this great press, publicity, articles. I mean, and not just in the metal community. Like the local newspapers in, in Chicago or wherever would do a little story on how Ed Force One flew in and landed. And, right. of course, they flew in and landed because that night or the next night, they've got a concert in town. And then yeah. when they're done, they load up and they fly to the next city. All the so it's functional, but it's also this huge, as you're alluding to, it's this huge marketing push, and it's been around for a few years. You know, my uh, a friend of mine who I used to work with at Universal is now their their publicist, and I know he's been riding on it for a few years, but it wasn't getting the kind of attention that it's getting now. As you just mentioned, it's really hitting mainstream press. It's not on blabbermouth. I mean, it is. It, it is on blabbermouth. Primarily, it's in, it's in Team Rock and Classic Rock. Yeah, but, but it's but now it's, it's on it's your the local, evening news. It's, yeah, Fox is covering and it. What, and CBS. What I think is really interesting about it is, especially recently, I've noticed, and I think you have too, that it's showing up across Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yeah. YouTube. It's showing up people who may not even buy the albums people who may they, not be you know, big iron maiden fans or may not even be going to the concert but i had a friend who was like ground crew at an airport and he you know he was out there and he was like his selfie with the airplane in the background not the band the airplane right right which is it's it's phenomenal if you think about it that they're not doing this jet just to get the publicity. I think it's just a really sweet byproduct of something highly functional that they need to get around, you know, the world. And they have this crew that, you know, a publicist, you know, guitar techs, you know, roadies. I mean, all of this stuff that you, you know, if you've ever seen it takes to put a band on the road, it's it's pretty intense. It's, an, it's, you it's know? moving an army is what you're doing. And and instead of having, I don't know, five, six, ten tour buses, everybody just jumps into the 747 and flies to the next city. And it it really it struck me how, like you were saying, this tour with the 747, it crossed into mainstream. And, you know, I'm sure they did not sit down and go, well, let's do Ed Force One so we can try and get into press because it's a huge expense. Seven 
47, your own customized 747, even least, is not yeah. a cheap proposition. On the potential no, that you're going to traveling get... Without it, right? I mean, if you let's say you don't have that 747, you've still got X amount of people you need to transport all oh, over no, the no, world, no, and you're you, going to be paying. You're you're, you know, you're you're right, but a 747, there's a whole lot that goes. I mean, listen, listen. Fuel, here, here's, here's what also parking. got in the news that shortly after the tour started at some airport, ground crew, um, a ground crew truck backed into and damaged yeah. two of the engines on a 747. Not just scratched it destroyed them to the tune of millions of dollars to repair and replace these jet yeah. engines. And that became big news. Oh, my God, Ed Force One is grounded. And, you know, people were taking pictures of the, the destroyed jet engines and were following the repair of, of Ed Force One. Well, I guess what I was getting to is this is not a marketing campaign that you would have said, all right, well, let's invest a little money in a custom 747 because we might get some good press because I'm sure somebody would have sit here and go, no, the, the, the potential ROI on this, there's no way we can justify this. So the fact, the fact was it was done for transportation purposes first and that the Iron Maiden marketing team had the vision to jump on something that was taking on a life of its own. Yeah. 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 And I started to think about what other artists could do something similar to that. But as I was thinking of, you know, the Rolling Stones and, you know, Kiss and some of these other bands, I started thinking about how it doesn't have to be on that grand of a love. You know, I mean, we, we've all seen those vehicle wraps you know, uh, where they take a truck or a van or even a car and they basically wrap it in an image. Um, there are other ways. If you're going to be traveling around the country, um, I know a lot of times when it's the tour bus, you want to keep that, you know, as inconspicuous as possible because you don't want to, you know, necessarily compromise your location your if you're the artist. Exactly. But, but there's something to be said for taking you know, maybe those buses that hold the crew or maybe, you know, whatever crew it is. Crew members are disposable. <laughs> <laughs> we can always get another guitar no, no, tech. <laughs> no, I don't want to get mail. Um, but, yeah, it's a, make, a, make a statement, you know, when you roll into town, you know, with that logo and, you know, with well, uh, the you, you know, as you were mentioning the, the raps, so back in, Jesus, was it 2001 when Kiss did their farewell tour? Um, I was working for their merchandising company at the time. And one of the semis on major tours, like a KISS tour or an Iron Maiden tour or any of these big tours, there's going to be a semi that is nothing but T-shirts, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and we had recently, just a couple years before that, launched KISS's website, KISS Online. And... As a marketing person who went to the Gene Simmons School of Marketing, I was like, I didn't know any better. I'm, I'd walk into the to the, the tour, the the guy who runs all the manages all the tours for the artists that we we work with. I said, Can we wrap the semi that's on the road with the Kiss Online logo? Because we had a really fancy drawn out logo with like it was. Um, 
four computer mice with the makeup on them and very colorful, very vibrant. Yeah. Put the URL on it. Like, yeah, we could do that. And they looked at the cost and it, and it made sense. And basically everybody bought in and approved. And it's like, okay, we just wrapped a semi with the website URL, the website graphic. And this traveled as part of the entourage from city to city. So, you know, okay, now that's yeah. you've done that, but what are you going to do with it? And this is this is where the challenge comes for for many artists. Is just doing it is is only half the battle. You've got to get something out of it. So I'm immediately on the website going, all right, you fans, um, go find this semi, whether it's at the venue, whether it's overnight at a rest stop, whether it's at a hotel parking lot. If you see the if you see this the semi, go up there, get a selfie, take a picture of yourself standing next to, send it to me, and we'll start posting all of your pictures online. And we just yeah. started getting floods of fans. It's like it was like the coolest thing. It's like I'm standing next to Kiss's, you know, truck. Yeah. And and I remember at one of the local shows that I went out to, I talked to the truck driver, and um keep in mind the truck drivers literally are truck drivers they could care less about a band they're just taking it from point a to point b and um you know they're sleeping when that truck pulls in because they're driving through the night when that truck pulls into a venue they're probably somebody runs them back to a hotel and they're sleeping for the next eight hours until they got to come back and pull that semi up and he would tell me He's like, Mike, I would have uh, fans like knock on the cab door when I'm resting somewhere. Is Kiss here? Is Kiss here? It's like they wanted pictures with me, the truck driver, because I'm driving the Kiss truck. That's a small scale. Well, you think about it. I mean, a semi is not small. But compared to what Iron Maiden's doing with Ed Force One, in that now they've got I was joking with somebody. It's like Iron Maiden has more fans coming out to watch their airplane land at an airport than many bands will have come out to their shows. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. think about that. And there's more yeah. there's more social media traffic around an airplane landing than some artists have about a concert. Yeah, it's really smart marketing if you think about it. And I've noticed that Nashville artists have been doing this maybe not as long as, uh, you know, Kiss and Iron Maiden, but certainly they've, they learned very quickly. And when you go out to Nashville, you'll see these tours, uh, these tour buses that originate there that, uh, either the buses are or the trucks are wrapped and they have, you know, the artists, the cities, you know, they're promoting the tour, and they're beautiful images now. I mean, they look yeah. really amazing. It's you not know, just the way a that they can digitally. Logo. Yeah, it's it's a it's like a custom paint job, but it's a wrap. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, what you've got to keep in mind is, in this day and age, especially if you are touring, if you're doing a lot of traveling, that's a whatever you're in could potentially be a rolling billboard. And it's a it's a blank canvas that you could use to promote something, a new album, right. a website. Um, you know, keep in mind you want it to be something that's generic enough that it doesn't matter where the person is seeing it. 
because they might see it in the middle of a freeway somewhere and you're not doing a show within 500 miles, but, you know, promote something, you know, it, it, it this is one right. of these things that when I see stuff like this happen, it's like that separates that band from all of the others that are trying to do something. These guys, whoever's doing that are doing something. Yeah. And it doesn't, we don't know if it's by design or not, but if you think about it, Look at how this thing spreads. Okay, you you have the the jet or the bus or whatever it is. Yeah, people on the road see it, the venue see it, and then they get their picture next to it if it's compelling enough, right? Then it goes out on socials. More people see it. And with the case of Iron Maiden, you know, we were talking about how, yeah, the press picks it up, but so does the mainstream press. So now, instead of just being on the specialized press, you know, like we mentioned, bladder or or something that's kind of specialized, now it's hitting CNN, it's hitting ABC News, you know, it's hitting people in their homes. And now, instead of maybe a few people who see it when you drive down the freeway or at the venue, now it's everywhere. And that's that's worth a ton of money, you know, in impressions, right? Yeah, it it it, it is, and you know the 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 common thing i see through a lot of the, this type of activity is it's not yeah there there's obviously some planning that goes into it but what i'm i guess what i'm trying to get towards is it's not planned out that this is exactly what's going to happen because these are this is just another form of something that you hope goes viral and and again i've said it many times you can't force viral you can't create viral on demand the whole point of what is viral is you just don't know what connects and for how long it connects and where it goes the challenge is being able to recognize when something might be going viral and to be ready to take advantage of it and people who do these sorts of things have that ability to just sit here and go all right we wrapped it but now we're paying attention to what's actually happened. What's going on? Oh my God! Did you notice that every time we pull into, every time we land at the airport, you can see three hundred kids at the end of the runway taking pictures. Right. Look what people are posting. Remember Monday Night Football? Um, they started um, posting pictures of us that goes from every game, and they would take the most valuable players of each game, and they post it on the side of the bus. And next thing you know, not only are they posting it and it's in their advertising and it's on their spots, on, you know, when you watch Monday Night Football, they always have a segment about it. But now people are posting selfies with it, just like we were talking about the Iron Maiden plane or whatever. And I, I just think that's really a brilliant way to to market Monday Night Football because now it's spreading the word in a in a different kind of fresh way that – you not want to post, hey, there's this game Monday night, but you might want to post, hey, you know, I bus. It was parked outside of this restaurant, and here's a picture of me with it, you know. And, and you know, and listen, we're talking about semis. We've talked about 747s. Clearly, I would venture to say 100% of the people who listen to us can't afford semis and can't afford 747s. You can still do this on smaller scales. You can... You know, you can get a magnetic thing that you slap onto the side of your car. You, you know, or van, if, yeah. if, if you if you do have your own 
white panel van. You could get that panel van wrapped. You could get it painted. You could put something on it. Um, you know, a word of caution, especially when you're the smaller up-and-coming acts who can't afford security, um, if that panel van is also your gear van and you put a big logo for a band on it, um, you might be increasing the risk the of, target. of break-ins. Oh, gee, it's probably full of guitars. So keep that in mind, people. You know, I, I worked with a small band many years ago that used, you know, it's like what you would think a realtor would put on the side of their car, a little square magnet that slaps onto the side. But we could take it off. So when we're driving, it's on. But when we pull into a venue or spend the night at a hotel, you can pull that off so people don't go, oh, gee, that's a van full of marshals and guitars. Yeah. Boom, bust in and your gear yeah. is gone. So keep that in mind, people. Um, yeah, I, I think that's really important. And, and I also think it doesn't have to be something that's, that says anything. For example, in 2003, I, I worked on some um, some events with Sammy Hagar, and one of them was an in-store appearance at Tower Columbus and Bay in San Francisco. Yeah, I was there, and we we brought this big backdrop. You probably remember of the Cabo Wabo, and put that up. And he shows up, you know, in this beautiful, you know, old Thunderbird, and you know. News photographers were there. You know, he comes rolling up in this thing, pulls up, you know, with that big backdrop. And what the reason I mention that is I think that he didn't have to have a van that was wrapped or anything, but he, he made an appearance and he made that that vehicle part of that appearance and kind of made it newsworthy. So when you roll into town, if you're all, you know, maybe it's a a you know, a special vehicle or one that's decorated a certain way or a you know a vintage one or whatever it is you you have to think in terms of people in the news are looking for something to talk about give them something to talk about exactly and that's what i was th you know the whole the whole point of this is and we've talked about this so many times press wants to know what's the story what's the story why am i going to give you space on my website minutes on my newscast Eric why am i going to send a crew out and commit somebody to, what's your story oh we're just playing a show tonight that's not a story your story is that night. your your story is your band and crew fly in on a 747 every day it's customized with this zombie character on the airplane it's called ed force one flight six six that's cool. Wait a second. The lead singer is the pilot? Oh, that's, that's a, a story. story. Uh, again, yeah. that's Iron Maiden. But the point is, what is your story that makes this even more interesting? They, they may not, in design, want to promote your show, but if the story is about you coming into town in this extravagant manner, why are you coming into town? Oh, it's because I got a show tomorrow night. There you go. You just plugged your show. So, yeah. you know, that's what can you do to separate yourself from every other band that's out there doing the exact same thing you're doing? Traveling city yeah. to city, you know putting on shows. <laughs> Why are you going to get the attention over that other one? 
It ain't about music. Yeah, put yourself in the yeah, put yourself in the shoes of the the person who's writing that story. You know, give them a reason to cover you. Give them a reason to not only cover you but have a picture, you know, a photograph there of whatever it is. And if you think in terms of what that news outlet, you know, what they're looking for and you're helping them, then you've got something compelling. Yeah, yeah. And and if this is an exciting story and you're traveling city to city across the country or across a region, that same story can work in every single town. So, yeah. you know, this is where you got to really in every country. You got to you got to put a, your creative thinking hat on. This is, you know, if that's not your forte, this is where you sit down with a marketing consultant and say, "Listen, this is what we're going to plan on doing." in six months and things like this come out of brainstorm sessions you know it's let's throw a bunch of stuff up on the whiteboard the vast majority of it gets crossed off as a stupid idea completely not feasible but all of a sudden it's like everybody stops and looks at that one idea and goes that's freaking cool you just found mm -hmm. your idea you just found the one. Yeah, you and sometimes you you get ideas, you know, from you know the competition. Look and see what everybody else is doing, Don't be afraid and, to steal. and do it better. <laughs> Don't be afraid to steal. I mean, listen, um, exactly. you know, if if Iron Maiden wraps a seven forty seven, and you guys are flying in a little Cessna, well, wrap your Cessna. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> wrap a Cessna. I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, was it Gene Simmons who said, you know, his quote was, don't be afraid to steal, just steal from the best. You know, yeah. if you're going to steal, steal from Paul McCartney, the Beatles, the Who. Yeah. You know, don't steal from somebody who's unknown. <laughs> All of our favorite artists have. Every know, riff is stolen from somebody. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, don't Please. be afraid to take marketing idea and, and make it your own. Yeah, somebody's going to go, Iron Maiden did that first. So what? Not everybody knows yeah. Iron Maiden did it. Right. You know, so, you know, it's just look for these off-the-wall ideas. This is, again, these are things that you can't necess normally cannot plan out as part of a normal marketing release strategy. This is the type of thing where a freaking opportunity just lands in your lap and you have the the vision to say, let's see if we can do something with this. Absolutely. Um, you know what? I'd love to hear any of our listeners done anything crazy like this. Have you done anything that's gotten you even one interesting story? Not... Not every city, not of the scale of Iron Maiden and Ed Force One, but what have you been fortunate enough to be able to do where you're like, we took advantage of something and it worked out pretty good. I mean, I don't know, maybe it's a custom paint job on a guitar. It could be as simple as that. Maybe it's, I don't, I, I don't know, but that's the beauty right. of this stuff. What did you, what did somebody do that actually did work for you? Yeah, set, set yourself apart from everybody else and maybe generated some press or at least some interest, uh, people coming to see your shows or something. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So go leave comments on YouTube, Spreaker, where you, wherever you listen to us. And um, that's it. Until next week, we're out of here.